Hello everyone and welcome to the Garden of Eden. On this episode, I'm going to be talking all about a leap of faith and why you need to take one now, why rock bottom is actually a good thing, what it really means to maintain a balanced life and how all aspects of health are connected, and some of the strategies we use for one part of our health can also be applied to others. Stick around. The first thing I want to talk about is life isn't always sunshine and roses. There's going to be hard times and struggles that come up and I think it's extremely important how to figure out how we deal with those situations, whatever it may be. The first thing I've always inherently done when a hard situation comes up, such as a breakup or a loss of some kind, is I schedule the time to feel whatever emotions come up and that is absolutely essential for a few reasons. First of all, you're giving yourself permission to feel the emotions. You can be aware of it, get to the root of where it's actually coming from, and start to process it and work through it from the inside, from the base up, instead of trying to cover it or hide it until it eventually bubbles up to the surface and blows up or overflows in a way that can be much more destructive and not nearly as beneficial for you in the long term. Second, it gives you a time frame to focus on mourning or resolving the loss within yourself and then working on moving forward in life and getting back to a better mindset or situation. I typically will give myself permission to do something a little bit less healthy than I usually align myself with. Within reason, I'm not talking about going on a bender or anything here. Just, uh, you know, maybe I'll allow myself to take a day off from the gym or eating healthy you know i'll allow myself to eat a little bit of junk food and you know take a night where i just relax or i stay in and just you know feel those things give myself the the self-care that i need and then i will couple that with also making the decision to schedule healthy habits right after if i say okay i'm gonna take it easy and have some junk food tonight then tomorrow I'm going to go for a walk, get some groceries and make sure it's extra healthy grocery shopping and go to the gym. Really load it up so I have that period of acknowledging that, you know, I can take the time to mourn and feel my emotions go through that stuff. But then I got to get back on that and get back those healthy habits and that momentum again because life does move forward no matter what. During that process, it's important to accept responsibility over your situation, whatever it may be. And I have to make it clear that's not blaming yourself or others or the other person. It's just acknowledging the situation and that you have control over your current situation and how you choose to move forward from it. For example, since it happens to be the most recent one for me um, going through a breakup, I would acknowledge and accept that I chose to enter that relationship. You have to choose it to some extent. You can't really get into a romantic relationship with someone unless you choose to. It takes two to tango. And I accept that I got a lot of value and lessons out of it while it worked. But then it didn't work anymore and we went our separate ways. So it's up to me to acknowledge that I have the responsibility over the fact that it is over it is no longer you know part of my life and I can continue to hold on to that relationship in the past or that person in the past even though that relationship 
no longer exists in the world moving forward. It no longer exists in my life moving forward. So I don't need to hold on to this ghost of a relationship or this person or this event that real, it's not a reality in this present moment. So why would I hold on to that and let that consume, you know, some of my brain and my energy and my thoughts on a regular basis when I can process that, try and work through it and then move forward with my life. Because if we're constantly carrying around, you know, all this baggage, all this weight from things in our past, it really makes it so much harder on ourselves than it has to be. Next, I want to try and redefine leap of faith and rock bottom so that we can all make use of them today. I think people tend to get this idea that to achieve that secret dream they have or to do that thing they've always wanted to do and be happy, they have to take a, a leap of faith, some massive drastic action to make it happen with a no going back now mentality, but I think we've got that concept all wrong. I don't think that a leap of faith has to be a massive action at all. It is a large commitment to something bigger, to improving, but the action itself could be something small and seemingly insignificant, but it gets that ball rolling and builds momentum towards your ultimate goal. If you want to run a marathon, your leap of faith doesn't necessarily have to be signing up for a marathon and just running it without any training because that's probably going to suck. You start by getting out and running and just slowly training and working your way up to running that marathon. The most literal example I can think of this is the leap of faith from the popular Assassin's Creed video game series. It's a big commitment for them to embrace and give into the, the fear of taking that leap, but the action itself is just a single step forward before plummeting into a hay pile or a body of water. If you have some deep passion to be an actor, you don't have to quit your job and move across the country to join some traveling band of thespians in San Francisco to perform theater and become an actor. A friend of mine started getting into it by simply recording himself reading for audiobooks as a side hustle, and now he started applying for local acting gigs here and there and starting to get more parts and stuff while still working full-time as an engineer. My leap of faith, personally, towards making a commitment to actively working on growth and learning for myself and ultimately helping others to do the same was simply instead of listening to music all day while I was working, I started listening to a podcast from an incredible guy by the name of Lewis Howes. His podcast is called The School of Greatness. I recommend checking it out. I'm doing my best to do my own thing, but I've been very much inspired by the work that he does and he's provided a lot of value to a lot of people over the years. The point is, you don't have to make some crazy change to your life to start working towards your dreams and goals. Just start with that one small step and keep doing that over and over and just make sure it's in the right direction. So go ahead and take your leap of faith today. Next, let's talk about rock bottom. No, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're stuck on the streets with no home begging for money to buy drugs. That might be some people's rock bottom. And there are some people that are stuck in some very unfortunate situations. But the truth is, no matter where you are in life, things could be worse. If you lose your job, there could be someone who just lost their home. If you're homeless, you could be stuck in a third world country where there's less supports and there's no soup kitchens. There's nothing available. You are, you know, literally out fending for your life. Or you could be 
missing limbs. Like if you're missing a leg, you could be missing both legs. You could be missing all of your limbs. You could be stuck in a wheelchair. It's always possible for things to be worse. And that's not supposed to be a negative message saying, you know, your struggles don't matter. They do matter. Everyone has their own struggles. We all got to work through them. The point is rock bottom isn't a place. It is a declaration. It is you saying, I refuse to let myself get any lower. I am going to change things and do whatever it takes to start moving things in my life in a better direction from here on out. And we can make that declaration at any point. Life is hard and it has its struggles no matter what we're doing. It's hard to build a Fortune 500 company or buy a house, just like it's hard to lay there in your own bed, unable to get out of your head and your bed and do anything as the weight of the world and your anxiety and your depression come crushing down on you. I understand I've been there, but it's up to us to decide if we're going to accept it being hard and not being happy about it or where we're at, or if we're going to change things up and start taking control of our own lives for the better. If you want to get to a place you've never been, you have to be willing to do something that you have never done before. Now, I've heard people talking about how living a balanced life is impossible while being successful, but I disagree with that. However, I do think that we've been thinking about balance for life all wrong. See, balance doesn't mean giving the exact same amount of energy and time to your job, exercise, learning, maintaining relationships, and sleeping every single day because that's just not possible. However, there's going to be times where you need to focus more on your job or times where you need to focus more on social relationships or where you need to focus more on exercise and maintaining your health, whatever it may be. I like to think of it more like you're standing on an exercise ball. You're constantly tipping back and forth in one direction or the other, trying to maintain it. And the more that you are conscious of that state of balance, the more likely you are to not tip too far in one direction and completely fall off the ball and derail. You're always going to be making these little corrections and constantly trying to balance and maintain your life. And I think that the more aware we are of that, the easier it's going to be over time because a lot of us can fixate too much on one thing or one aspect in our lives for too long and then we get to this point where everything else is kind of atrophied or died off to a point that it's not healthy for us anymore and it's not benefiting us anymore so if we just try and be more conscious of that balance being aware like yeah if i have to work you know harder for the next month or two months whatever it is then after that i'm going to make sure that i have a little bit more time to compensate and make up for that and be you know, spending more time with my friends or pursuing my hobbies or my passions more. For example, there are people out there who make millions of dollars a month, but they're miserable and paranoid because they don't maintain any of the other aspects of a healthy life. Another example is physical exercise has been proven to improve one's mental health, but if used as a crutch for unresolved mental health issues, it can lead to overtraining and actually negatively impacting someone's mood and overall mental health. So it doesn't always get to the root of someone's mental health struggles and can even end up masking them until they boil over in a much larger way. 
all in all, our health in every aspect is a lot more connected than I think a lot of people realize. And that means that a lot of the things that we use to improve one aspect of our health can also benefit others as well. We all know when it comes to exercise that if you lift heavy weights over and over, get those repetitions that practice in, eventually you can lift heavier and heavier weight and get better and better at it. The same thing applies to mental health. If you consistently practice some known exercises for improving mental health, such as affirmations, meditations, which I will cover very much more in depth soon, and gratitude, guess what? Your mental health gets stronger. We usually know what to do if we get hurt physically, like if we scrape our arm, we hold it, or we put a bandage on it or something, we put some polysporin on it, and we give it a break. Or if it's something more serious like a broken leg, we go to a doctor who's an expert to give us the treatment we need. Why don't we do that for our mental health too? A lot of people, if they go through something like a breakup, might beat themselves up and say stuff like, oh, I wasn't good enough, or it's all my fault, I'm so stupid, I'm an idiot, like, why do I do this stuff? Or we'll isolate ourselves from our friends and the people that care about us when we really need that support and that social connection more than ever. That's the mental equivalent of stubbing your toe and then kicking the dresser a couple more times to make sure, or spraining your ankle and deciding that you need to go for a marathon run right then. It just doesn't make sense, but we don't think about it that way. If we all try and be a little bit more aware of the balance of everything in life and how things are connected, my hope is that we'll all be a little bit better for it. Thank you for giving me some time out of your day to listen to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it, subscribe on Spotify, and let me know if there's any other questions or topics you'd like me to talk about so I can help more people take steps towards becoming their best selves. You can connect with me on Facebook at my name, Eldon McDowell, Instagram at garden period of period EDN, and I will have a website up soon at gardenofedn.com to allow for more direct interaction. Stay tuned as I'm going to be bringing you more content every single week, giving you quality information and interviews to hopefully help inspire you to start cultivating your greatness. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you again soon. Thank you.